Holy mama, boys. Yeah. <laughs> we're, we're back after a week break. Welcome to the Pure Joy Project. Um, we love you so much and are glad that you're listening. Uh, my name is Paul Lanigan. I'm Benedict Fleet. I am Daniel Reed. And we are talking about gratitude today. Epi yes. number eight. Ep number eight. The old gratitude. Let's I can't go. believe we made it this long. I can't believe people still listen. That's funny. Unreal. Ha <laughs> We suck. Fun fact. Fun fact. Yeah, we do suck. Fun fact for the listeners. We've had at least one listener on every single episode, so that's cool. That's crazy. That's huge. That's more than that's, that's more than we could have ever expected, if I'm being frank. Honestly. We we started this with a heart saying that if that if one person heard the Holy Spirit's words through us and was impacted, that we have had victory. And and we at least know that they've heard it. That that they have heard it. Yeah. Mm. Come on. That's what we're talking about. So You're- like always, do a little do a little week in review. We'll do a little two week in review actually. Uh just uh just real quick, a little, little 30 second, one minute uh, week in review. Who wants to start us off? I will. Bennett? Come on now. Yes. You're, um, yeah, uh, we were kind of talking about it before the, the episode, but a um, little bit of a crazy week. Um, grades aren't necessarily where I want them to be, um, where they could be. Um, I think there's um, a little bit of laziness and lack of effort there from, from my own part and my own flesh. So I've been really... Uh, Really praying that God sets my heart in a way that um, I can be more motivated, motivated, and more excited to do my schoolwork um, because it, it truly is a blessing to get a, a higher education and learn all the good things about the business world. Um, if if I so choose to go into it, and you know, so um, all that with school's been good. Um, my friendships are great. My family is great. Um, all blessings there. Um, so so that's amazing and. Um, yeah, uh, I've been presented with a couple of struggles here and there. Um, being in a fraternity can be tough because um, it's always a mixture of believers and non-believers and where people are at in their faith and their walk. And um, and so just constantly being a light for those people um, is definitely a challenge, um, but it's obviously one that, that I look forward to each and every day. So um, just being a light for his kingdom and, and getting a chance to, to spread the, the gospel through not only words, but, but actions and, and through love and intentionality as well. Mm. So, but yeah, go. a good, good two weeks and, and they, they just keep flying by. You're the man. Come on now. Danny. You're. Yes. Oh man. Um, the craziest thing and probably the coolest, uh, my church, we've been going through a series on sexuality and what the Bible says about it. And it's just been just really candid and beautiful and our pastors have really just been doing an amazing job of letting the spirit work just submitting to him that's been cool but on mondays i lead uh, a small group we call it city group um and we were talking about divorce and what that looks like because that's a big thing in our society today and with that we we're talking about marriage and what the bible says about that and how christ is our bridegroom and we went through hosea talking about how we walk away from the Lord and how we're redeemed in that relationship with God through Christ alone. And super vulnerable stuff in my in my small group, in my city group. Uh, it was just only the Holy Spirit. And it was an honor just to be there last night. So that has been really cool. Uh, today was rough. Lots of frustrations. But, you know, we're here. 
So I'm pumped. Mm-hmm. I'm ready to get going. <laughs> That's me. That's all I got. Yeah, baby. Oh, wow. Love it. Uh, the happily, the happiest busy I've ever been. I think uh, just uh, so much with track and with especially after dark. Uh, just trying to trying to bring something to a broken campus uh, is always a challenge. Trying to bring anything positive to a broken campus, and it's actually been incredible the response we've gotten. You know, we've just been blanketing this thing in prayer so hard. I mean, every single night we're meeting at the venue, um, spending 45 minutes as a group, like going over the seats, going on stage, just praying over the event. Uh, everybody's praying for it all day. I have people praying for it back home. I have like, like this is such an incredible opportunity um, for the gospel to be heard. And, and so it's just been so fun to watch it manifest. Uh, and I'm so excited that in, in, 20, in 48 hours, I will be sitting in there listening to Colony House, getting ready to hear the gospel in such an incredible presentation. Mm. Uh, and so I am blessed. Um, definitely some physical struggles, as in uh, track and field is really hard on the body. And so I've mm. just been beat down muscularly and um, even mentally at times. Uh, but everything's going well. Progress in all areas. Uh, school, we'll still on, we're still on the beaten path. Four A's and a B, five A's and a B. We're surviving. Um, oh boy. But yeah, we're staying on it, staying on that Dean's list. Um, but I am just <laughs> so excited to be sitting in front of my, my monitors here recording this podcast again mm-hmm. uh, because what an awesome thing. Um, we've, been, we've been given some stuff by some people wiser than us, and, uh, and I'm excited to, to let y'all hear it because what a blessing. Um, what a reminder. What a blessing. Yeah, we could probably summarize mm-hmm. this whole episode with what a blessing. Yeah, I was about to say I'm so I'm so grateful that we get to do this podcast in general. You know the vibe, and you know, turn me and up. we're talking about gratitude today. So huge. Turn me up, man. First question. We're gonna Come hop on. right into him. Our friend Mitchell, who uh, cannot be with us in this uh, season of his life because he is really, really, really busy. Oh man. Uh, and so we've been we've been in prayer for him because his life is is incredibly busy and he mm. is taking it like a champ uh and the spirit is is working through him in all aspects and it's really cool to see but uh he can't be making it on the podcast recently he told us he's just gonna step away so that we're not depending on him and then he's not able to do it uh so he prepared the questions for us because he's wise and he submits to the lord so well mm-hmm. and so we got a couple questions from him and then hopefully the spirit's taking control uh and we can just be saying some good words i'm with it so here. We're going to start with, uh, what does the Bible say about gratitude? How does it describe gratitude? Who wants to kick us off? Danny, do it. Dude. Come on, baby. Here. How does the Bible describe gratitude? You know the vibe. I do. Yeah, so I'm just going to take us straight to First Thessalonians. We're also good to go. So First Thessalonians 5, 16 through 18. Yes, so says, Rejoice always. Pray continually. Give thanks in all circumstances. For this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. Mm-hmm. Now, if I could direct our attention to verse 18. It says, give thanks in all circumstances. And so, just like most things um, that come from the Holy Spirit, it's not circumstantial. You know, our gratitude for the Lord is not based upon what's going on. Uh, it's based upon the fact that our God is good eternally, mm. and that there is no darkness in him. 
And hmm. what's crazy, in my mind, I wasn't even planning on this, my mind is going to Ecclesiastes where, you know, Solomon, he's looking for, for satisfaction, for fulfillment all over the earth. You know, he's got endless resources. He says he's looking everywhere under the sun. He's looking in madness. He's looking everywhere. And the only place, there's two places, the only places he finds fulfillment and, like, just true joy is in enjoying the Lord's blessing and in serving the Lord. And that's wise because that's that's just what you should do because he's mm. And that's the only reason given. So just being grateful in that. And uh, we're just going to go straight to it. Uh, this is, fits right in with our gratitude not being circumstantial. So if, we go, if we're going to Old Testament, and we're just going to chill in the book of Daniel for a second. It's a great book. Y'all should read it. It could change your life. Um, so we got Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. And Nebuchadnezzar just built this gigantic gold statue. And he's like, everyone must bow or they will be killed. And these three guys, they're like, well, we're not going to bow. We don't worship you. We worship the one true Lord. And so he sees them. They're not bowing. They called up. I'm just going to read it 16 through 18. It says, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego replied to the king, King Nebuchadnezzar, we do not need to defend ourselves before you in this matter. Because he's asking, why aren't you guys bowing? They continue to say, if we are thrown into the blazing furnace, the God we serve is able to deliver us from it. And he will deliver us from your majesty's hand. But even if he doesn't, we want you to know, your majesty, that we will not serve your gods or worship the image of gold you have set up. And that's it right there. Verse 18. But even if he doesn't, because they're counting on the Lord to save them. But even if he doesn't, they're still worshiping him. They're still thankful for who he is because he's good, mm. regardless of the circumstances. So true. That's awesome. Um, <clears throat> yeah, quite simply, um, gratitude. I, I, I put it in the same breath as thankfulness, contentment, um, happiness even. Um, but basically, um, the way that the Bible describes gratitude or, or gratefulness or thankfulness, however you want to look at it. Um, Colossians, I look at Colossians 3, verse 17. Whatever you do, in word or deed, do everything in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. Mm. That's probably the, the most simple way that the, that the Bible puts it in my eyes. Um, whatever you do, in word or deed, whatever you do, literally pick up a piece of paper and hand it to somebody. Um, tell somebody you love them. Um, anything, literally anything in the world. Putting your shoes on. I don't care. Um, whatever you do in word or deed, do everything in the name of Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. Good. So, yeah, so Colossians. Colossians is a great book. The whole book's a great book, but Colossians is a, is a, is a great book. Um, and I look at chapter 3, verse 17. What you got, Paul? So what I think of when I think of um, gratitude is is rejoicing. Um, so, so Psalm 18, 24, this is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. Um, and then along with that, like, like rejoicing in times that are just not, not comfortable. Mm. Um, so looking at Romans eight twenty eight, which is such a, such a, a theme verse for, for like just contentment in struggle, right? Contentment in bad times, gratitude in bad times. Right. Mm -hmm. And so, uh, Romans eight twenty eight, 
as uh, and we know that in all things God works for the good of those who love him, who have been called according to his purpose, right? And so if we love the Lord and we are in him, everything that comes through our lives is either is either like a triumph and we rejoice in that or we or we face struggle and we rejoice in the refining um, of that and just having gratitude at all times. Um, because like knowing that there's somebody so much stronger than us who's like love we can just never be be pulled from, right? And so um, this just flew on my dome right now. Romans, oh, what is it? 8, 31 through 38. Um, give me a sec. You're all right. Let's see. Let's see. Um, all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Romans 8, uh, 31 through 38. So what shall we say then? Or what shall we say to these things? If God is for us, who can be against us? He who did not spare his own son, but gave him up for us all, how will he not also with him graciously give us all things? Who shall bring any change against God's elect? It is God who justifies, who is to condemn. Christ Jesus is the one who died. More than that, who was raised, who is at the right hand of God, who indeed is interceding for us. Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation or distress or persecution or famine or nakedness or danger or sword? As it is written, for your sake we are being killed all the day long. We are regarded as the sheep to be slaughtered. No, in all things, in all these things, we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. For I am sure that neither death nor life, nor angels, nor rulers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor powers, nor height, nor depth, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of the God, or love of God in Christ Jesus our Lord. Right? So we, wow. if we pull this apart, so that's Romans 8, 31 through 39. Uh, what I'm currently, one of the things I'm memorizing, uh, because having that in your heart, like how could you not be grateful when your Lord is one for us, two gave up his son, three, his son separates us from death, right? Come on. And, and four, like it talks about like we are being killed all the day long for the Lord's sake. Now we are not being killed often in this world, in this country, uh, for, mm -hmm. for what's happening, um, for what we, for what we're doing and praising the Lord, but we are being persecuted. Right. And, and if we're doing that, then we are his sheep suffering for his sake. Uh, and in all things, uh, we are conquerors through him who loved us. Right. So, so we are overcoming and we are greater. He is greater than the things that, uh, that pull us back and forth and up and down. Um, and so nothing can separate us from his love. How can I not be grateful in that circumstance? That's huge. My goodness. You just absolutely love to see it. You do. All right. You really do. Yeah, dude. That's what I got. I mean, All right. yeah. I mean, question number two, which kind of goes along with our joy and struggle pod, but in a different way. Mm -hmm. uh, and then we're going to, we're going to branch off from there. So what steps do you take to have this gratitude? We've kind of gone over some, um, but practically, how do you have this gratitude? Who wants to go? I can start us off. Let's go. Um, so a couple of uh, a couple of practical um, things that that kind of help me walk in gratitude and in thankfulness um, for for the, what the Lord has given us. Um, first of all, start your word in prayer. We talk about this probably in every episode, um, or not start your word in prayer. Start your day. Huh. Um, start your day in prayer with the word. Um, those two things together. Um, Obviously, it's 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 so fulfilling and um, 
and just so great to do each and every day to get to get back with him and, and to take a step forward and, and walk each and every morning with him, learn something new. Um, for me, it just makes me feel so much clearer, more energized, um, mm. and just ready to ready to take on whatever um, battles or obstacles that the day may bring. Just knowing that he's with us, um, <clears throat> that's that's one thing. Um, and then my second thing is is this this little uh, quote um, that I've that I saw. I think it was on Instagram like a month ago. I saw it, um, and it's on a T-shirt that I really want to get. And it just says in blank, like super plain letters, "Become love." Um, mm, and that's Bob Goff style. Yeah, man, and that just makes me the, to love like Jesus loved. Um, if if you can keep that in your head um, as like a daily r- reminder, or like every so often you just say, "Hey, become love." Like like what is love? What do you see love as? Um, and share that with others. Um, that love comes from Jesus, and mm. it's and it's just so fulfilling. Um, when when you go back to Jesus and you're in the Word, you're filled with His love, and then you get when you get to share that with others. Um, that just makes me so much more grateful. So those are those are mm. practical ways that, yeah, that I've got. I'm saying uh, that it's all about like getting in His Word to reveal His His infinite character. Mm. His character that doesn't change, his character that that walks alongside us in joy and struggle and trial and pain and loss and gain, it doesn't matter, right? That that his love, his grace, his eter- the eternal hope that we have in him is never wavering and never changing. Come on. Right? And then along with the word, uh, being with other lovers of Christ, mm. surrounding yourself with people who love the Lord, who exude those those fruits of the Spirit, that joy, that peace, that patience, that grace— that, that they give. Um, so seeing the fruits in their lives, um, coming together with them, spending time with them, growing closer to the Lord alongside them, how encouraging it is that on my lowest days, I have a group chat with you two that I can, that I can come to and be, be vulnerable and be poured into, um, with, with good word and good love in a genuine way. Mm. Um, this love that does not come from our fickle hearts and souls, but comes from the Lord, knowing where you guys are rooted in. What an incredible thing. Um, good. And so just, just hanging on to the good news is how I'm grateful. It's just knowing that like my time here is but a mist. Mm. My my time here is nothing compared to my eternal life with the Lord. So what am I going to do with my time here other than praise him? Amen. That's what I got. I love that, Paul. It's real good. Danny, bro, holler at him. Yeah, just practical ways, steps you can take to have gratitude on hard days um for me it's a mindset i think and i have three different passages i want to go to mm. that's cool with everybody so yeah, philippians yeah. 4 6 through 7 says do not be anxious about anything but in every situation again going back to it's not circumstantial but in every situation by prayer and petition with thanksgiving present your request to god and the peace of god which transcends all understanding will guard your hearts and your minds in mm. christ jesus so we're going before the Lord with prayer and petition and thanksgiving, presenting our request to God. And what sticks out to me there is thanksgiving, right? Because we're talking about gratitude. But what are we thankful for? So we're going to go to Psalm 9, verse 1. It says, I will give thanks to you, Lord, with all my heart. I will tell of your wonderful deeds. So we're giving thanks for what God's done. Mm. 
and there's that's so cool. much and we can so the, but there's that's multifaceted too because we can look at what has God done in my life you know he's brought me through trial he's brought me solid community you know Paul like you're just talking about guys I can go to that can point me towards the Lord where I'm struggling to see him in my walk you know he's brought me to a great a Bible believing church that teaches truth you know, he's brought me to a university where he's using me to spread his name. There's so many things that the Lord has done in my personal life that deserve praise. Come but, on now. But even that, all of that pales to the greatest thing he's done, which is Christ on the cross. Let's go. You know, we look at the cross, and this is something I was talking to my guys about last night um, in the small group I lead. But I look, I personally tend to look at the cross, and I'll see Jesus there. And I'm like, that's Jesus, but I don't see him as God. I see Jesus, the man, who could do miracles and was a great person, but I, I lose sight that that's the God of the universe mm. who put on flesh, something that's not worthy of his presence, put on flesh and came to be spit on and mocked and whipped and a crown of thorns put on his head before he was killed on the cross. The God of the universe, who's there at the beginning, came just so we could have a relationship. Mm. And I often lose sight of that. And what's amazing, the last verse I want to go to is Psalm 34. Come it's on. a great song. Shane, Shane, check it out. Um, Psalm 34, verse 8. Taste and see that the Lord is good. How blessed is the man who takes refuge in it. So I want to look at taste and see that the Lord is good. Because since he's good, he's worthy of praise, he's worthy of gratitude, he's worthy of thanksgiving. But taste and see that takes that takes effort, you know, that takes seeking after the Lord because mm. he blesses that. Mm. You know, when we're walking in we're walking in in his will, there's there's a peace that comes with that. You know, you're tasting and seeing that he's good. You're not just, you know, kind of guessing that is good. He is mm. good. You're seeing that firsthand because of the pursuit and the walk you're having with Christ. Come on. Yeah, sometimes it can be so simple, right? All you have to do is just submit and just walk with him, and he will show you those things, and he will give you those blessings, and he will um, produce those fruits in your life. I love that. Come on, dude. I just, just, just let's sit and understand that, that as John the Baptist said, Right, John the Baptist, after baptizing with water, he told he told the man he baptized. He said, he said the the one who comes after me, the straps whose sandals I'm not worthy to untie. In John one, mm. right, that somebody came who we are not worthy to even be a slave of yeah. and untie the straps of his sandal. Right, that that he came to give himself up for us. Right, and so through that. We can, we can enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise, mm -hmm. giving thanks to him and praising his name, as Psalm 100 says, Come on. Psalm 104. Like, like what are, who are we to be used by the creator of the universe when we are not even worthy to untie his sandals? So, so true. Like, like on my worst day, when my, when my friends turn against me and my, and my apartment burns down and I lose all my possessions and I get cut from my team and, I, and my phone explodes and like everything, it is way better than I deserve because I don't even deserve to be here speaking his name, but he uses me and blesses me and gives good gifts. Come on, thanks. 
Facts. Are you kidding me? <clears throat> Are you like, how can I not sit in that daily and just be like, like if I wallow in my, in my self pity, even for a moment where I'm like, well, this one situation is going wrong. Look at everything that he's given me. Mm. I, I like, I, my soul is so fickle to forget that he's been faithful every single day. So true. Oh, that's good. And that's, and so if I, if I don't sit in that, then I'm, I'm missing the mark. Yeah. Frankly. Mm. So true. Now, and that, like most things, like you're saying, Paul, that it, it boils down to pride. You know, the, when we start to get the mindset that I deserve this, you know, this struggle in my life, this inconvenience isn't something that's it's not worth it. Be, you know, just like you said, who am I? You know, I don't deserve anything, let alone to be, like you said, used by the God of the universe. That's so true. Amen. So let let us humble ourselves before the Lord and have and give thanks. Not just because of what he does in our lives, but because of Christ on the cross. Come on. Christ on the cross. That's what it all boils down to anyway. It's huge. Um, I kind of want to walk through something here real quick. Um, yes. So to start out here, um, this is this is kind of what I was looking at before the episode. Um, and I, and I kind of said to myself, okay, um, where does my gratitude come from? Um, why do I feel gratitude each and every day? And I wanted to find biblical scripture um, to pull from to, to kind of explain that. So um, I started in Colossians 4, actually. I found Colossians 4, verse 2. Um, and this is from Paul, um, the apostle. And, uh, and he said in verse 2, devote yourselves to prayer with an alert mind and a thankful heart. So there's one calling of us to have a thankful heart, alert mind, prayer, right? Then we're going to go to Isaiah 26. Verse three, and it and the verse tells us here: You will keep in perfect peace all who trust in you, all whose thoughts are fixed on you. Trust in the Lord, for the Lord God is your eternal rock. Um, so I'm gonna go back and say, in perfect peace. Okay. Um, so so those are two now two instances where we've been called um, to be thankful and to have perfect peace. Um, both of those we that will be granted by by the Lord Himself. Then I go to Psalm 107 here. It's going to take me a second. You're good. Keep working. And Psalm 107 starts with, Give thanks to the Lord, for he is good. His faithful love endures forever. Mm. Mm. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So good. Um, so that's now three instances that I've pulled um, that tell us, command us, um, and show us to be thankful, to have peace, um, and to to just be called to to live in gratitude. Um, his, the Bible is, is God's word and it's his truth. Um, it's, it's, it's one of the only things that we can, can we can hold true in this life. Um, and so there's three instances right there that I just pulled, um, that call us to be thankful and to call us, um, to have gratitude and peace. Um, it reminds me of, um, I don't know if, I, I don't know if this will make sense to anybody else, but there were a couple of times like in middle school, my, I would have this school project, right? And I was the worst procrastinator. So I would put it off for so long. I would put it off. I would put it off. I would put it off. And then the night before, I'm like, all right, project's due tomorrow. Let's knock it out. So I start doing the project, right? And halfway through the project, you realize that you need something that you don't have. And it's like hmm. 9.30 p.m. You're like, bro, I'm not, this is like bedtime. I got to crash in a half hour. My project's not even close to done. And I don't even have the right supplies. I got to 
somehow find a way to get to Walmart, get these supplies, get it all done before tomorrow at school. So you go to your moms, you're like, yo, mom, I need these supplies for my project. You get yelled at because you're supposed to have it a week ago. You need this, that. I don't know if I can get that for you. And then a half hour later, you're stressing over this project and your mom comes back from the store. You didn't even know that she left and she's got what, what you needed. Um, it's almost like for me, what God is telling us is that he's going to give us the supplies for the project before we even have the project before, before we even have the worry or, um, the assignment or anything like that. It's like, it's like God is the parent that walked in through the door with the supplies in his hand. He's like, yo, don't even stress, be thankful, be grateful because here is the answer right here. I have it. It's all good. You don't even have to worry about it. <laughs> and that's kind of what you don't it, even have to worry. Don't even have to worry about it. So that's, that's kind of where my head goes. Um, and I keep talking about the gift or the, the answer or the, um, the, the overall what God has given us and why we don't have to be worried. Some people might not know what we're talking about. So I'm going to flip to Ephesians here. Mm-hmm. Ephesians kind of lays it out for us. It should be nine. Bro, I talk about how thin these Bible pages are like daily, bro. My fingers are way too fat. Here we go. I got it. Ephesians 2. This is long, so stick with me here. <clears throat> this is not, before we before we dive into it. Set your minds on um, this is the gift that God has given us to be grateful for. Hmm. Verse 4. But God is so rich in mercy and he loved us so much that even though we were dead because of our sins, he gave us life when he raised Christ from the dead. For he raised us from the dead along with Christ and seated us with him in the heavenly realms because we are now united with Jesus Christ. So God can point us, point to us in all future ages as examples of incredible wealth, of his grace and kindness towards us, as shown in all he has done for us who are united with Christ Jesus. God saved you by his grace when you believed. And you can't take credit for this. It is a gift from God. Salvation is not a reward for the good things we have done, so none of us can boast about it. But verse 10, for we are God's masterpiece. He has created us anew in Christ so we can do the good things he planned for us long ago. Mm. Come on. When I read Ephesians chapter 2, verses 4 through 10, what I just read, that is... That's immediately where I go when people say, yo, Bennett, like, why, like, why are you so positive all the time? Yo, like, why, why aren't you stressing about this? Like, yo, um, like, this is serious. Like, shouldn't you be worried about this? This is where I go because right here, it tells us straight and away, God took care of it. God paid the price and he gave you that you didn't deserve and he had it taken care of. He's got it taken care of. So be grateful. So turn around, praise him. Um, then I go to Philippians 4 here. Backtrack. Or forward track, actually. And then Philippians 4, verse 6. So don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Tell God what you need and thank him for all that he has done. Then you will experience God's peace, which exceeds anything we can understand. It will guard your hearts and minds as you live in Christ Jesus. Let's go. So when you piece that all together... You should wake up every day feeling so, so immensely grateful and so thankful um, for the opportunity, for the gift that we've been given, which is eternal life with him. Because there's no way we deserve it at all. Hmm. Not one bit. Come on, man. 
Sorry, that was a rant, little tangent there. No, but. that's that's the best TED Talk. A TED Talk talking about Jesus. <laughs> Ted Are, you me, Are you kidding me? Ted Talk. That's it, bro. I I mean, the spirits talked. Mm. I I have nothing else. I mean, other than to pray for these for our listeners and us to have grateful hearts. Because there it is. I mean, get in the word. Surround yourself with people that feel the same way. Be in prayer about everything. And just realize that like your creator called you out of the world to be different, to be persecuted and to, and to glorify him above all else. Amen. So come on, Danny, will you pray, will you pray for our listeners and for us and our hearts? Absolutely. Let's do it. All right, Lord, we just thank you for what you've done here. God, we just ask that everyone who's listening, that you would just humble their hearts and just incline them towards you, that they would understand why we're grateful Lord, we're grateful because of who you are because that's your good lord you're eternally good we're grateful because you sent your son jesus christ mm-hmm. the eternal lord to die on the cross for our sin god and we're thankful for what you've done in our lives lord you know there's so many different instances where you've been working fail to see it god and we thank you for that even though in the moment we had our blinders on and we're worried about things of this world you god i just ask that for myself my brothers paul and bennett that you would just continue to move in our lives god that you would just humble us help us to see you more clearly and just to explain to everyone that we're joyful and grateful because of who you are not because of what's going on in our life Lord, we love you so much in jesus name amen amen, amen. we'll see you next week man hit that button